O-Dolls. I am so excited to be back with you again. Today, I kind of dive into I'm single and I don't want to be, and it's inspired by a, a TikTok video that I saw last night that I kept watching over and over again. I don't want to I don't want to be on dating apps, but what do I do? And that's what we're addressing today. If you have a chance, go on, rate, review, and subscribe. That allows us to reach more people. I um, love it when you guys leave your comments. That's super helpful, and I love looking at those as well. As always, if somebody comes to mind, let's say you're not single, but you have a friend that's single, I would love it if you pass it along to them. Again, the more I can put tools in people's hands, the more we have tools, the hope, more hopeful we are, and that makes life feel a lot better in this moment right now. So won't you join me today as we look at I'm single and I don't want to be. Well, welcome back, dolls, for another week of So My Mom's a Therapist podcast. I, I got to tell you, we're like mid-July now, and I don't know about any of you, but I was like so excited to start summer. I was like, bring on summer. We are ready to go. And now I'm like, no, no, no. It's it's going too fast. Is summer going too fast for anybody? I'm, I'm just curious. You know, I'm, I'm sure there's some parents out there that are like, oh, no, like we are ready for the kids to go back to school. And I remember that. But I also feel like this summer is flying by. And I don't know about, about you, but I'm also noticing in my clientele, I feel like everybody's making up for the last two summers, like they are gone. And I am like, please go. Take that trip. Take that camping trip. Go to the beach. Go to the show. Like, please do that. When we have things that we look forward to, adventures, outings, travel, friends, that makes life feel so much better. One of the biggest things I look for when I'm when I'm working with clients who are struggling or having a hard time or feeling like having more of a depressed mood or a low mood, one of the things I'll ask them is, what do you have on your calendar? What, what do you have that you're looking forward to? Even if it's three months or six months or a year away, Put something on the calendar. Book it. I mean, go to go to Expedia. Like you have like within 24 hours of the actual date to cancel and just book it. It doesn't cost you anything. Just put something on the calendar that gives you something to look forward to. It gives you something to talk about. What we'll research? What are we going to do when we get there? But we all need things that we look forward to. Well, that's not even what we're talking about today, but that's what's at the top of my mind as I am out doing summer. I'm actually getting ready to leave on a trip to, to Spain in, gosh, three weeks. What wasn't planned, you know, usually you have an idea of like when you're going to go abroad. And, and this was one of those we were hanging out with a bunch of friends and um, they were like, hey, we rented a house in San Sebastian for like for Jen's 50th. You guys want to come? And and my guy turned to me, he's like, you want to go? And I'm just like, oh, yeah, sure. Like, I mean, it was one of those things, like not actually thinking it was going to happen. Like, there are some of us that are planners, like we know what we're going, what, if there's a big trip coming and we plan for it, like sometimes years in advance. And, you know, then there is the spontaneous moments that are just like, why don't we say yes? Why don't we say yes? That, that Again, this is not what I'm talking about this week, but maybe this is for you. Say yes. If somebody asks you to do something, say yes, even if it seems outlandish, like, oh, I don't know, we got to take care of the dogs. And what about this child? And okay, how am I going to shift work around? Just say yes. And then figure it all out. Say yes. If anything, uh, life has taught me that life is too short. Look for those areas. Look for places to say yes and then figure, figure it out um, because we need them. We need things that are sometimes fun and spontaneous to look forward to. Okay, well, what are we exactly talking about today? Well, today is inspired by a video I was watching late last night, and it was a video on TikTok, and it was 
at the top of this hiking. Um, it was just this gorgeous view, end of a hiking trail. Amazing. It was in Utah, and it was these young people, these young kiddos, and they were they were talking with these these guys that walked by. These girls were talking with these guys, and the guy's like, oh, you're doing a vlog? And one of them's like, yeah, what's your name? And they're like, he's like, my name is Garrett, or whatever his name was. I can't remember now. But he and his friends are kind of like on the wingmans on either side of him, and, and they start talking with the girls, and like they're laughing, and they're joking, and then um, the girl's like, you want a bite of my apple? And she, he's like, yeah, I'll take a bite of your apple. And, and she takes it. He takes a bite of her apple, and then the girl in the background who's videoing is like, I mean, well, he's well. The girl goes, "You oh, we just like swap spit," and they start laughing, right? And they're being silly. And then the girl's like, "Well, if you swap spit, you might as well just kiss." And they both kind of look at each other, and then she kind of gives the okay, and he just gives her a peck, and everybody goes wild. And I, I watched the video, like I've watched it several times. Like I pulled out the popcorn. We're watching the video, and let me tell you why I kept watching the video over and over again is because on my TikTok videos, I, I look at a lot of the comments. I look at the, the DMs that I get on Instagram, hundreds, you guys, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of comments saying, how do I meet somebody? I'm single. I, I How do I meet somebody? How do I meet somebody if I don't want to do a dating app? So I actually duetted, which means I took that video and I put myself alongside it and I put the quotes up at top on the top. I never meet somebody. How, how do I date? How do I meet somebody if I don't want to go on a dating app? And I was like, ding, 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 ding. Like, this is it. This is it. Like, I kept pointing to the video being like, watch this and and really pointing out what do we do if we don't want to be on a dating app? That's okay. I'm not going to demonize them. I think there's a lot of good. I actually just did a whole video. It's going to be up on my stand store soon. If you if you uh, go under my stand store, you can go under my my name on TikTok or Instagram or YouTube. You will find it there. I have a video, super cheap, about the size of a Starbucks. You know, coming up soon. It'll be up in the next two weeks. That is about how to use dating apps for our benefit. Dating apps need guidelines. They and again for our benefit, not successful not guaranteeing you that 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 mate that you want. I can't guarantee you that because we are not psychic and we cannot control somebody else, but how to use it effectively so it sits well in your body. It doesn't become a hassle. It's not something you dread. It's not something that becomes a part-time job or something that plummets your self-esteem. And so I have a, a video going up, longer content on how to use dating apps for your benefit. But as I watched this, these kids on the top of this hike, and I watched them laugh and be silly, and it was just, it was really tuning in to what I want to talk about today, which is I'm single, and I don't want to be. I'm single, and I don't want to be, and I don't want to use dating apps. What do I do? And that inspired to me to, to share with you a lot of the tips that I do when I have a client that is in this room or I'm doing virtual therapy. And I, I mean, y'all know. I, I love working with teenagers. I love working with 20-somethings. And this is something, especially with so much, um, so many people's eyes being on their phone, their brains being engaged in social media, they've lost the art of how do I, or maybe didn't have it to begin with, how do I engage with other people? And so that's what we're going to look at today. I'm single. I don't want to be, and I don't want to use the dating app. What do I do? So here we go. We're going to walk through those steps. And as we're getting started, as always, if you think of some, maybe you are, you're like, I'm not single. That's okay. If you think of somebody who is single, who this may be helpful for at any stage in their life, 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, pass this on to them if it's helpful. Again, my goal here is just to add value, to put tools in people's hands to make them feel hopeful and encouraged that they're not alone. Okay, so let's get started. 
when I am working with somebody that's single, what I will have them do originally is I will have them start paying attention to their body language. So number one, I want you to pay attention to your body language. Why is that important? I would say that I'm throwing out a number. This is not scientifically based. This is my observation. About 80% of our communication is nonverbal. Now, I want you to think about in your life, have you ever walked into a grocery store or watch somebody in the Starbucks line and you know by their expression on their face and their body language, they have like a big F you written across their forehead. Oh, come on. You, you know you've seen them. Some of you are laughing right now because that's you. Because right now, that's you and you're like, oh, that's me. I've got this like do not mess with me look across my, across my forehead. People are not going to approach it for the same reason people don't approach a lion. Now, I'm not, I'm not saying you're a lion, but why don't people approach a lion? You can tell by their body language they're like, not today. Not today, ma'am. Like, do not get up. I don't know, but I actually was near a lion. Now, there was a fence in between us. Granted, I will add that part. But it felt like there wasn't, I'm telling you, this thing was intimidating. Like I found myself backing away from the fence as if it could like rip that fence like into shreds just by doing nothing but like the way it walked and the way it looked at me. I, I'm telling you, I was, where was I? I was, oh, I was, I was at a safari in the middle of Oregon. I mean, of all places to have a safari, but I'm telling you, this safari was like legit. I've been to Africa multiple times, never seen a safari but I've been to a safari in Oregon. And I'm telling you, it was pretty impressive. But I'm just telling you, the lion and I, we had a moment. We had a moment where I looked at the lion and the lion looked at me and I was like, no, I get you. We're walking away. I, you do not need to do anything to tell me how powerful you are and what is behind those eyes. I was like, all, dude, all respect, dude. All respect. And we, we had a moment. We had a, a coming to Jesus moment. And I kind of walked away from the fence. I, I backed up. Wasn't ready to turn my back on it, but I backed up. Um, there was there was a sense of awe there as well. I would have to say, you know, a little side note for any of you, those of you who like me are like obsessed with the Chronicles of Narnia. I did have a moment of being like, Aslan, Aslan, is that you? <laughs> of course, my children were rolling their eyes like. This is why we think you're weird, mom. This is why we think you're weird. <laughs> but it was. It was it was a real Aslan moment. Aslan, it's me. I'm here. <laughs> Anyways. All right. So back to my point. One, number one, pay attention to your body language. Think about your face. I want you to think about your facial expression. Our body language is either open or it is closed. And I want you to, this week, I want you to walk, watch people around you. Look at people around you as you interact. Can you tell, are they checked out? Are they not there? Are they not present? right? Are they there physically, but not there mentally, right? Do they have this look on their face? It's like, do not approach me. Do not approach me. Or I'm going to kind of give you this look. I'm going to kind of give you a side sneer look, like almost like, are you an idiot for approaching me? Like it'll be a condescending look. You can kind of tell just before you even come up to them. So I want you to watch people around you. And I want you to kind of check in with yourself to say, what about my body language? Is it closed? Like, do not, do not, sir, do not approach me. Or am I open? Right now, some people may say, well, I don't want open body language because then people are just going to be engaging and I don't really like talking to people. Well, dolls, if when that hot girl or that hot guy walks by and you think all of a sudden you're going to turn on and you're going to start glowing and you're going to open up and doves are going to come flying out and you're all of a sudden going to know what to say and it's all going to kick into gear, our bodies don't work that way. If anything, when that hot person comes walking towards you, I remember this. I remember doing this once when I was really, when I was really young. I think I was like 18 or 19 and I was going into Trader Joe's and I still remember this guy coming out of Trader Joe's and I was single at the time. And I remember thinking, oh my gosh, like he is so good looking. Like he is 
so good looking. And as I was, he's walking out and I'm walking in and like, what did my body do without checking in with me? What did my body do? It literally veered away from him as if he had the plague and like steered around him and then kept walking into the store. Like it was almost like a, like a reverse magnet. Like I was repelled. Like I was repelled away from him. And that was my, my sweet little body language being like, oh, what are we supposed to do? Eye contact, smile at this guy. It was almost like my body's like, mayday, mayday, get us out of here. And I literally like veered all the way around him and like kept my eyes anywhere but him as if I was like really super busy thinking about what I was going to get going into Trader Joe's, which was not the truth, not the truth at all. So we want to practice. If you want to be able to engage with people that you meet in real life, we need to be able to practice being open so that when that person comes along that is good looking, where our body isn't veering away, our body's still smiling, why our face is smiling, right? Our cheeks are up, our eyes are soft. These are all things of open body language, right? Am I closed off and I'm holding my arms together, right? Am I holding my shoulders, right? Or am I open, right? So I want you to think about your body language. That's where I start. And I'm going to give you several things. I'm going to give you about four or five different tips today. And I want you to try one a week. So you don't want to try to do everything at once. We want to build as we go. So when I'm working with a client, I start and I'll have them do one a week and then we practice it and we practice being open. Okay. So number one, body language, open or closed. Be aware of if you're open or closed. Now, side note, some of you may be saying, yeah, but I don't, what about the creeps? What about guys or girls? I really don't want their attention. They're the ones I don't want their attention and they're going to give me attention. And that's, that's where we have a grown, we have a built-in parent muscle that we're building inside of us that says we can stay open. And then when we feel like it, we can say, oh, thank you. And we put up a fence right? Oh, thank you. No, thank you. All right. Or I can smile and then I can move on. So being open doesn't mean I'm open to the floodgates of everybody engaging with me. It just means I'm practicing open body language, knowing I also have this built-in muscle inside of me that can put up a fence and say, ah, thank you. I think I'll pass if, if there is engagement that I am not wanting. Okay. So open doesn't mean open for everybody. It's not like the floodgates are open right? So we do have the ability to put a fence in, but I want us to practice what does our, what does our face look like? What does our body look like? Is it soft? Is it smiley? Now you may be thinking, I'm, I'm not really a smiler. I'm not really like, I'm not, I don't want to look like I'm not happy all the time. I'm not asking you to fake it, but I want you to look at your, think about how soft, soft and hard. Think about your facial expressions and your body expressions being soft and hard. Okay. It doesn't always mean being like super, like super peppy and, and like, woohoo, right? Some of us, like, we aren't like that 24 seven, myself included, right? I mean, it's a, it, in mornings, mornings are a rough rollout. I think that's like all for all my kiddos, like it's just a rough rollout. I mean, like it just takes us a while to like get the wheels going. So no, I would not hop out of the house and be like all peppy with a big smile on my face going to get my coffee. That's just like not going to happen. Right. But I'm just looking at that softness. All right. Number, so number one, body language. Number two, I want you to practice engaging with people. And we start with very low hanging fruit. What do I mean by that? Target. Lowest hanging fruit, target. Why target? Because every time you check out, don't go through the self, don't go through the self checkout lines. Th those are not helping us. Those of us with social anxiety, do not go, do not go through the checkout, the self checkout lines, because then you don't have to interact with people. You're like, I know that's the point. That's why we're going there. Less people we have to interact with. Remember, growing is increasing our ability to tolerate being uncomfortable. I want to get you uncomfortable. That's how we grow muscles. How do you learn a new language? It comes out chunky and choppy and it doesn't sound like you. What do you do when you're learning a new language? You keep practicing, practicing, fumbling over the wor words until you get better. Same thing with engagement 
right? By the way, being an introvert is not the same thing as social anxiety. You can still engage with people, be around people, smile, interact with people, and that does not mean that, oh, I'm an introvert, I can't do that, right? Introvert means I need to charge my battery because too much of that drains my battery. So social anxiety means, yes, I get anxiety interacting socially. Okay, and that we want to work on. That we want to keep building a, mu- a muscle, getting uncomfortable and leaning in. So no checkout line, no self-checkout lines for you. Go to Target. Why? Because Target has a built-in, how are you doing? How's your day? They're checking you out. You, how's your day going, right? A simple that. I want you to practice that. Why again? Because when you meet somebody, let's say you meet somebody like running into like, I don't know, we'll say like Robux or Jamba Juice, right? You meet somebody who's cute. Oh, look at they're eating healthy. We both like eating healthy and they're good looking, right? We What makes us think that, that things are going to come out of our mouth if we're not used to things coming out of our mouth already? So we want to make it so our body, our nervous system, our brain is able to engage with people that it's running into throughout the day, right? So go to Target. Ask the person checking you out, how's your day going? Great. Go to Starbucks. How are you doing today? right? Ask somebody that. That's a simple question they may ask you, right? Look for another talking point. Like, oh, like, like, they're, like, let's say you ask somebody at Target, how's your day? And they're like, oh, good, I'm getting off in 10 minutes. Oh, nice. Nice. What are you doing with the rest of your day? Or, oh, you must have started early, right? Again, see if you can hit that tennis ball back and forth, a little bit of engagement, not much, but we want to get used to our body talking to strangers, Okay. So number one, look at your nonverbal. Number two, practice low-hanging fruit. Why? So that when there's somebody like super cute next to me in Robux, they're getting a smoothie and then you can turn to them and you can say, so have you been here before? And they may say like, oh yeah. And they'll be like, do you have any suggestions or what's your favorite one? Right. Or you can ask the person at the cashier that too. But we want to get our body used to engaging with strangers. Now you may say, Well, how does that go from actually meeting somebody, right? Well, for the same reason that like you may start talking, you may, it's, it's an invitation. So when we, when we ask somebody, like, let's say we're in the, in the smoothie line and we ask somebody, oh, do you, do you have a smoothie to recommend? Or like, Hey, do you know if this one's good? Have you ever had it? Right. What we're doing is offering an invitation. It is not a rejection. It is not a rejection about who you are because doll, they don't know who you are right? So we need to simply say, I'm going to hit the ball over and the ball may come back or it may not come back. And again, this is where if you're like, oh, oh my gosh, that'd be so embarrassing. Like, I don't want to do that. Like, what if they act like I'm weird? So we got to get to this place. And this is another, this is another video all to itself, maybe a whole course all to itself. But is that self-esteem that says whether they hit the ball back or not, that has nothing to do with my value and my, my worth and my ability to be loved. That is separate. That is different, right? So that it frees me up to hit the ball over to say, I'm just going to hit the ball over. You get to choose. If you want to hit it back, great. If you don't want to hit it back, that's okay too. That lets me know it's not somebody who's single or interested in me. And that's okay too. So I want to be able to get used to bouncing the ball over, seeing if they can bounce the ball out. I do know many, many people that have been asked out on a date or been like, oh, hey, do you have a Snapchat or Instagram? That way, just by opening their open body language, open communication, And again, it gets me just used to talking to strangers. Even if you don't meet somebody like that, you may be hanging out with friends and the friend brought a friend that you think is good looking. And you've now had this engagement and practice in your life as you go throughout all your errands and day that your body's now used to just just kicking into gear. If you want to act natural when you meet somebody good looking, practice before they get there. I'm going to say that again. If you want to act natural when you run in in life, in real life, if you run into somebody that's hot or good looking, you need to practice when they are not there before they get there. Practice with strangers so that even when your body starts to be like, holy cow, 
oh my gosh, they're hot, right? And your body's fluttering, but your your body kicks into what's familiar to it, engaging with strangers. Just it'll kick in on its own, right? If you think all of a sudden that, that that's just going to like somehow be imparted to you and come into your brain right when you meet that person, body, uh, doll, our bodies don't work that way. Our bodies don't work that way. So our bodies work with what is familiar and what we've done over and over again. Okay. Number three, um, when you're talking with people, ask open-ended questions. Uh, Closed questions are questions that are answered with a yes or a no, right? Like, do you have siblings? Yes. No, right? So in an open question would be, tell me about your family. That's an open-ended question. So you're hearing more information, right? Now, you don't have to do it all the time. But again, if you're wanting to try to engage a little bit more with people, right? Let's say you're at the car wash, right? Let's say you see this, like, you see this guy get out of this car. Well, use a girl this time. I'll say a girl get out of this car. And you're like, oh, that's like, I love that car. And you know they got out of that car. And let's say you're sitting there waiting for like your cars to be done and be like, oh, yeah, so is that car yours? And they may say, yes, that's a closed-end question. What do you think of it? Do you like it? I've been looking at those right? That is an open question, right? So looking for ways to have more engagement. Again, nothing may come of it, but we're opening it up for an invitation. We're opening it up for an invitation, okay? Now, how does that translate over into asking somebody out? Well, for if you're on the, on the receiving end where you're like, I don't really want to ask somebody, but I want to show I'm interested, that's how you show you're interested. Nonverbal communication, open, soft face, Right now, if you're somebody who's like, yeah, but I want to be able to ask somebody out or and not look like a creep, then how do I do it? Well, one, you got to build up facial expressions, banter back and forth. And then let's say just like right before you hop into the car, the car wash, you may say something along the lines of this, like, I hope this isn't too forward, um, but I would I'd really love to keep talking with you or, 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 or I hope this isn't too forward or I'd love to ask for your phone number or your Instagram if you feel comfortable with that. Now, again, that's an invitation. It's about being a fit. If they say, oh, no, thank you, or oh, I have a significant other, or oh, this is flattering, but I'm with somebody, those are all positives. Again, relationships, engagement are about a fit. They are not about your value and your worth, right? Here's the best thing I like about those ones like meeting people in 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 real life, car wash, Starbucks, is that it let's say let's it's a win-win. Well, maybe not a win-win, but it's a win neutral. It's a win if they're like, "Oh yeah, sure, here's my Instagram and they give you it they give it to you." Or they say, "Oh, that's very flattering, but I have a significant other." And you're like, "Oh, well, I hope it made your day." And then you jump in your car. And then you never see them again. It's almost like you don't ever have to run into them again. Barring you live in a very small town where everybody knows everybody and they're like, oh, aren't you like, aren't you Susie's daughter? And you're like, oh, shit. Right. So, OK, barring that. My point being, you, you get to escape. So do it. Do the invite. Do the offer right before you're going to leave. So then it's like, I never have to see any of these people again. I never have to see any of them again. So, again, give that a try. So ask those open-ended questions. Make a bid. Hey, I hope this isn't too forward. I would love to ask for your number or I'd love to get your Instagram so I could keep talking with you I, um, and, and, see if they're, and see if they're open. And again, then get, get the hell out of there. Get the hell out of there no matter how it goes. You're, you're exiting out right before you leave. Okay. Number four, look for hobbies and interests that you already have that are, in, that are things that you enjoy or you want to, want to get to know better. What am I talking about? Gardening, hiking, tennis. Now, if you noticed all of those, th- these are all things that you are engaging with other people. So if you're like, well, I don't really have any hobbies, or then I would say, what is something you've wanted to learn? Did you want to learn the guitar? Have you wanted to learn, I, I don't know, if you want to learn how to play pickleball, right? What have you wanted to learn? Right? But by the way, I feel like pickle- pickleball came out of nowhere, and now it's everywhere. Like I, I was going down the road, I was in the middle of like, 
where was I in the middle of Wyoming somewhere? And like, I, I'm like, and there's a pickleball court. Okay, there we go. Like, it was just like the strangest thing. I feel like it's everywhere. But look for things that one are something that you're already interested in or would like to be interested in and things that are groups. For, so for instance, if you want to learn the guitar, doll, do not take a private lesson. I mean, yes, you can take a private lesson, but you also need to find a group lesson. Put yourself in with other people. Now, you may show up to that guitar group lesson and you may be like, no. Ma'am, I showed up to that group lesson and there was not one good looking person there. In fact, they were all like under the age of like 16. Like, thank you very much. Now it's me and the toddlers all trying to learn the guitar together. Now, hold on here. Hold on. Number one, you're putting yourself in an environment, learning something you enjoy because you are not putting your life on hold while you're meeting your match, while you're meeting a partner. While you, This is where you need to have a balance that says, I desire to share my life with somebody. I desire to have a partner. And at the same time, that is not where my happiness lives. My happiness is not being delayed till my partner comes. My partner is not coming with a big box and a bow on it saying, here, I'm bringing your happiness as well. Right? Sometimes we act like that. Like all of our hatch happiness, all of our fulfillment hinges on getting that match, getting that person in our life. No, sir. No, sir. We want to build a life that is calm, pleasant, joyful, fun, adventurous. And yes, would I love to share it with someone? Absolutely. But I am building a full life as I go. So I'm building things in that I love. Now, let's go back to the guitar lesson with the toddlers. All right. So you're with all the kids, you're learning guitar, and you're thinking, what good is this? No match here. I got a dud of a group. Thank you very much. No, hold on. Hold on. Number one, you're practicing your engagement with strangers. Remember, your body is learning how to engage with people that you do not know. You're also learning something you've wanted to learn, which is guitar. And number the number three, you do not know who who these people know. You just don't know if all of a sudden, like little teenage Jeff has an older brother who's 25 who happens to pick him up from guitar lesson. And then you're like, oh, hey, now, who's this? right? I'm just saying, like, to me, you have to leave room for coincidences and things that you have not planned, right? And how do you do that? You put yourself out there and do life. You engage, you have a soft face, you're doing things you enjoy, and you're also leaving space for things you don't have control over. How many of you know a super cool story of somebody meeting somebody else and there's no way they could have planned it? Now, I know when I know my nephew listens to my podcast, and I'm going to text him to make sure he listens to this one. But his mom, my sister, one of my sisters, got a lot, lot of sisters, one of my sisters, she met her husband in the elevator going up to the gym. Now, could they have planned that? No. No. Did they plan to be there at the same time? No. But they started talking in the elevator. And I believe her husband, we always joke that like he came in with his big slick line, like she had this huge water jug water bottle right and he was like and he was like wow you must be like really thirsty or like that's a big water jug like you must get really parched or something like that (laughs) that was like his big pickup line but to my point number one can't be planned right coincidence number two he engaged with a stranger he he did he does say that he had noticed her quite a few times at the gym she is a beauty she was a beauty when she was young she's a beauty now and uh, and and that he'd already spotted her and, and he knew and he was like okay this is my moment we're in the elevator together and he came out with that brilliant line the point being too by the way notice it doesn't really matter what you say you're just engaging and and, and she had to engage back with him and then they started ch- chatting back and forth and bantering back and forth and they found out they had a few other things in common right so again like this is exactly what we're talking about take advantage of those opportunities notice too and and what where were they they were both going to the gym something they both like something they still both like is being healthy right and so look, put put those things in your life those things that you enjoy 
or what is what is something I have wanted to learn, would love to learn? How do I start to look for lessons and group lessons around other people, gardening, hiking, tennis, music, museum tours, whatever it is, keep putting those things in. I'm, if you notice, I keep saying hiking a lot. One of the things I love about hiking groups, like, I, I just feel like they're the friendliest of people. Like, I just feel like, especially 20-somethings, I mean, y'all, you're all hiking groups. Like, I don't, like, like, my one of my kiddos is, like, super, like, super into that. And I'm just like, oh, like, I want to join that. Like, I know I'm the mom, but, like, like, I even got, like, my new hiking shoes. I just feel like they're super friendly. And whenever I'm hiking, everyone's saying hi to everybody else, right? You're outdoors. Get those endorphins going. Like, so I'm, like, a big fan of that. And I feel like the, the hiking culture, I don't know. I mean, can I get on smell? Can I get in with the hiking culture? Like, I really, I really would love it. I, th I think I really would love to get more into that. Okay. So that's what we're looking for. We're looking for what are those things that we can engage in? Tennis lessons. You know, I've actually known of several people, too, who became single later in life. And as a way of meeting people, they joined a tennis club or they joined a country club or a golf club if you have the finances to do so, right? Again, another way of engaging engaging and putting yourself in a place where there's other people and you're learning lessons and you have things in common, right? And so all of those things are things that are going to help us get out there and get engaged in life and meeting people. Now, you may say, but that's not going to guarantee me the results I want. And and I I, I would say here, and this is what I want to end with. Can we can we reevaluate what our goals are here? Because sometimes we get so stuck on this. I want to find my my partner. I want to find my soulmate. I want to find the one. And and because it's been something that's been lacking, especially if one of those people that we can say, I'm 20 and I've never never had a boyfriend or girlfriend. I'm 35 and I've never had a boyfriend or girlfriend. Or I'm 40 and I've never been married. And we use those like benchmarks, which by the way, when you make summarizations like that, you may say that is a true statement. I said, yes, but you can't do anything to change that statement in the moment. So that statement, all it does is make us feel like shit. Think about it. The only thing that statement does is make you feel discouraged. It's like, here, here, let me just pop you with a little, little truth right there. And by the way, there's nothing you can do to change it in this moment. So just sit in that gem and like wallow in, in your discouragement. I mean, think about it. So when those come in, we don't want to sit in those. It doesn't matter to me if they're fact or not. What I want to say is, yes, that's hard. Oh, that's rough. Yes, that makes me sad. I'm sad. I'm sad that I've missed out or I'm sad that I feel like I haven't had this in life. And then I'm going to zoom in on this moment today. And what can I do today? What is one of those five things, four things that I've named today? What is one of those things that you can try? Because when I try something, I have control of it. When I say I'm going to pay attention, I'm just going to start engaging with people around me or I'm going to look for lessons this week. That is something I have control over. You don't have control over when you're going to meet somebody. You do have control over what you can do to put yourself in places of engaging with people and being open and excited because you have no idea. You have no idea who you're going to meet next week. And if you need to think about it, if you have a past relationship that was a positive relationship, and I love saying this because we, we forget this one often. Think about the last positive relationship you were in if you have one. And think about the week before you met the person or the month or, or even the day before you met the person. You had no idea they were going to come walking into your life. Think about it. You had no idea the next week that person was going to come into your life and change your life for better or worse, right? 
You have no idea who you're going to meet next week. You have no. So the key is what can I do that keeps me hopeful in the moment? Because when I'm hopeful in the moment, it shows in my body. It shows in my attitude. It shows how I interact with myself and how I interact with the world around me. So it's really about what can I do that keeps me in a place that's hopeful. And sweets, if you need to borrow my hope, you borrow my hope. You have no idea what life is going to look like in a week. You have no idea what life is going to look like in a month. Okay. All right. There's tools. Pick one of them. Pick one of them. If somebody came to mind who's struggling being single, pass this along to them. If you have any follow-up questions, please leave them in the comments on YouTube. The videos go up so you can, I can listen or look at your comments that you have on these videos. I am going to be doing another one. This one's about I'm single and I don't want to be. I am going to be doing another video coming up. I'm excited on the podcast, which is like I'm with somebody and now I ter I'm terrified that the shoe's going to drop. I'm terrified that of rejection. I'm terrified it's only a matter of time that they're going to dump me. So now I'm I'm not single and I'm afraid I'm going to be. So today was I'm single and I don't want to be. And now then I, the next week I'm going to be hitting... I'm not single and I'm afraid I'm going to be. And that's what we're going we're gonna to hit on next. As always, check out the stand store. I've got great videos up there. I've got a free video about how never to get ghosted again. It also gets you onto my mailing list. No, you will not be inundated with emails, but I do have online groups that have started. I have one that is going to be going public in July and one that's going to be going public in end of July and in the end of August. They're limited to 10 people. If you're in the mailing list, you will get um, first dibs at those. Um, so that's the benefit of, of that. So go check it out. It's in uh, TikTok. It's in YouTube. It's in Instagram. Just go under my stand store and you'll see the information there. So as I sign off, be kind, be quick to love, be slow to judge, be kind to people. Oh, we do not know their stories. We do not know. We don't know people's stories. Stories give us compassion and understanding. By the way, that doesn't mean we tolerate everything. Just because you have understanding and compassion doesn't mean everything goes. I can have boundaries. I can still say this is not okay. And at the same time, I can have compassion and I can have understanding. Wow, you've been through a lot. You've been through an awful lot. Be kind to people. If anything, I think we need more in this world. It is more love and more kindness and more understanding. That we do, that we have a shortage of and that we could never have enough of. All right, dolls, until next time. Bye.